Hey, 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 welcome. It's the recordings of a fangirl, hashtag sarcasm, on this Friday, the 21st of April, 2023. Happy Friday. And for all Ranger fans, it is a very happy Friday. 2-0 in the series against the New Jersey Devils. Uh, what can I say about that, really? The guys are killing it killing it right now and i hope they continue to play the exact way that they're playing for the remainder of the playoffs because it's just like i said last week if you play the way that you played against tampa bay april 5th which you are now against the devils you guys are unstoppable unstoppable you guys are forechecking you guys are taking the puck to the net you guys are not making stupid passes and doing stupid shit in the neutral zone. You guys are gritty. You're grinding. You're not taking anybody's bullshit. You are playing exceptionally, exceptionally well. Not that you weren't playing exceptionally well during the season. There were moments when you guys were just killing it and then you guys went away from that. But you guys are doing exactly everything. Um, Igor is the wall that we always know he is. He, he blocks all those shots, all the um, all the block shots, too, in front of him. I mean, Truba's blocking shots. you got Lindsay blocking shots. you got Barclay blocking shots. you got, oh, my God, there's, like, so many of them. I think um, Foxy's blocking shots. you got Schneider. you got everybody blocking shots. Incredible. Incredible start to this playoffs. Um, my God. So where do I want to start? I want to start with Tarasenko. I want to start with Tarasenko. I just want to tell him, hey, hi, hi, Valley. I freaking love you. And I want Chris Drury to find a way to keep you on this team past this playoff run. Because you make bread better. You make the team better. And you are so incredible to watch. Like, I watched you, like, you know, somewhat when you were on the Blues. Not that much. But I watched you a little bit, and I was like, okay, good. Yeah. Especially during your playoff run, when I really was watching the Blues um, playoff run in 2019. Oh, my God. I want you on this team. I just love the vibe you bring to this team. I love the experience you bring to this team. And your shot is amazing. Just amazing. Um, not taking anything away from Capo Caco from yesterday being the number one star. But I think... Tarasenko should have not, I think he should have been number two. Number two star. I think Chris Kreider should have been number one star. And the third star, I, you know, I mean, I would have put Kane as a number third star. And now we'll talk about Kane. I think, I think the people that are criticizing you from the first game, how she has her mouths. Now, I have said, and I have said previous, that it's your turn to just come out here and shine and just be the cane that we all know that you can be and the reason that the team traded for you. And yesterday's game, you looked like the cane of old. You know, I mean, your, your move to the net yesterday, last night, and that goal that you scored was fantastic. The passing you made on the power play, incredible. Um, just, just 
totally incredible. So I'm so happy that it looks like you got comfortable after the first game. I can see you being nervous the first playoff game. I mean, it's the first playoff game on a new team. It's not so easy. I mean, people think like it's so easy. Oh, he's done it before. Well, yeah, but not on the Rangers. No one knew he, he, he was doing it on the Chicago Blackhawks team where he was comfortable, where he was, it was familiar. So coming, this is what I always tell people. When you stay in your comfort zone, you're never gonna grow. You know, there are so many people that are afraid to come out of their comfort zone. Athletes especially, they have comfort zones. They're also, some of them are closed-minded individuals and they, this is why they don't grow. Because they're closed-minded, they don't wanna come out of their comfort zone. They don't wanna try something new. They're afraid to come out of that zone. So many regular people are too. I mean, people who are not athletes. I mean, I can, I can, I can talk about comfort zone like all day. I mean, I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't come out of my comfort zone. You can't be afraid to, to just put it on the line, shoot your shot, basically, I mean, technically. You, you can't be afraid to do that. And it looked like Kane yesterday was that guy. He came out of his comfort zone and he was incredible yesterday. And I think you should have been the third star of the game. Um, I, I don't know why you weren't but I would have picked you for the third star. Um, Foxy, of course, set a record yesterday. I have to look that one up because I don't have it in front of me with my notes, but I know Foxy has, he, he set a playoff record. Um, Chris Kreider has a playoff record for the New York Rangers franchise. He has the most goals in a playoff, in the playoffs in franchise history. So, and let's talk about let's talk about Chris Carter for a second. I'm so happy you're back in your office, right there, right. I mean, oh my God, I'm gonna say this: if Chris Carter was himself all season long, and he was in his freaking office during all of the power plays that we were on during the regular season, you would have scored 52 goals again. Your stick handling in front of that net during the power play, my, my God, I can't see too many, too many guys doing it that way. I mean, we saw it in slow motion and I saw it in my video that I put together um, before the playoff, you know, for, after game one. I mean, so incredible, your deflection. So incredible, that was amazing how you can do that. I mean, Foxy, great, great shot. Knew when to actually throw it out there and pass it to you and then boom, goal. I mean, there's many times that I feel like when you guys set up that way, you are going to score on that power play. It's not just me go one-timer, me go one-timer, me go one-timer. Because like I said in the beginning of the season, all the teams figured you out on the power play. It was me go one-timer, me go one-timer. You're mixing it up now. And now you can tell the, by the way the Devils are playing, and trying to um, kill the power play, they have no idea who to stand in front of. Do we do? Do we put two on on one on Mika? Do we put two here on Panarin? Do we put two on on Kane? What about Chris Kreider? Do we have to? You know, they have no idea what to do to defend you on the power play. I mean, Foxy runs the power play beautifully um, from the point, and they have no idea where Foxy's going to go, how Foxy's going to handle the power play. 
They have no idea if Mika's going to do the one-timer. Is it Chris Kreider in his office? Is it going to be Kane shooting? Is it going to be Panarin shooting? They don't know. And that's the best thing. It's a mystery. I mean, you can technically, the next power play, you can try to do Mika one-timer. And no one's, everybody's going to think you're going you're gonna to give it to Chris Kreider. Think about that. Like, it's, they're, they're confused on the, on the PK. That's how good this power play unit has been. And I'm so excited for that. Because you guys, you guys rock. You guys rock. Um, let's see. Who else did I want to mention? Uh, I'm just looking at the notes quick, 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 quick. Um, oh, um, I mean, my other third star of the game, if it wasn't going to be Kane, would have been Jacob Truba because I believe he blocked eight shots yesterday. Two big hits, you know, solid hits. Um, not taking shit from anybody, which was awesome to see. Um, Schneider, also, not taking shit from anybody. Love it. Love seeing it. Love seeing Kako defend himself, too. I mean, I, wanna, I don't want to say anything negative about Kako not being, you know, he was an unborn star, but he was just, he was not taking shit from anybody yesterday. I mean, and shouldn't that have been a penalty? Um, the grabbing of the visor. Wasn't that a penalty the previous game? There was a penalty of grabbing the visor. So we see the refs are not um, consistent with our calls. Um, I think some power plays that were given were not power plays. I do believe the interference with Truba was an actual power play. But I don't, I don't know. I don't really see too many of them. Oh, Foxes. Foxy's power play, no, well, Foxy's power play, a penalty. Should not have been a power, should not have been a penalty. I mean, he was basically defending himself and then helping out with the scrum. And he got two minutes for roughing, I think it was. Um, where was the rough-ing part of that? <laughs> where was that? But, oh my God. Oh my God. It was incredible. Totally totally incredible um you know and then of course Barclay Goodrow was all over in game one uh blocking shots hitting not taking shit from anybody being gritty shooting passing I god almighty love it just love it I you guys are just doing everything right and you can tell you're also having fun doing it there's a difference between just going through the motions and not showing emotion, but you guys are going and doing all the little things that you need to do to win, but you're also showing emotion while doing it. So I love it. I love it. And then, of course, we can talk about, um, oh, like the guy called Ryan Lindgren. I don't know. Perhaps you've heard of him, you know, the heart and soul of the team, um, the guy with the, the guy the, who's the warrior with the guy with the soul and the swagger. Um, yeah. Hi. Hey. Um, so, you know, the first, his first shot on goal in the first game was he hit the post. And I almost, like, literally, uh, my heart, like, almost exploded there. But, oh, my God, your goal was so incredible. Who knew you had that skill, boy? Mm-mm. <laughs> that was so incredible. I was so proud of you for that goal. I mean, first of all, Foxy passed it. You passed it back to Foxy. Foxy passed it back to you. And you just took it to the net, boy. Mm -mm. 
so incredibly proud of you. Now, like, I know we haven't gone on a date yet, but you, you already gave me an orgasm with that goal. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> that was so awesome. I'm so proud of you. And yesterday, last night's game with the boarding, uh, whoever that fucking devil was, I don't even know who it was, but thank God you were not hurt. Thank God you were not hurt. I would have, this is why you need to buy bubble wrap. Sincerely, 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 seriously. Oh my God. And that should have been like a major penalty. Boarding shouldn't be two minutes. That was not, I know you weren't hurt, thank God. But that would, no, two minutes, no. That was, that's dangerous. Those dangerous hits like that should be called. I mean, I can go on about the Islanders game and certain calls that weren't made during the Islanders-Canes game, but holy Moses. And then, of course, you have um, teams complaining about the refs. Um, I don't know. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. With all the betting that goes on, I am not surprised that certain calls are made and certain calls are not made, and I will just leave it at that. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not, I'm not accusing everybody, anybody of doing any of that kind of stuff. I'm just putting it out there. Like they may have friends that are betting, you know, family members that are betting. They may not be betting, obviously, because if they get caught, you know, it's serious. It's a serious, um, it's a serious thing. But I'm just saying it. Because certain calls last night should have been made that weren't made. Certain calls that were called should not have been called. Um... And I just want to congratulate the Rangers for keeping use to like having like two shots, three shots, whatever it is. I don't even know the scats, but he's like non-existent. His game is non-existent because his game is breakaways. He had 15 goals on a breakaway this year. 15 of his goals were scored on breakaways because that's his entire game is breakaways. And he don't like to be hit. FYI. Shocker. Um, but if you continue to play the way that you're playing, you guys are unstoppable. I don't care what team you play. You're unstoppable. Um, so I'll be there Saturday. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Can't wait. And if you guys start slacking, you will hear me. I will do my cheers. I think we'll, we'll see how the game progresses which cheers I will do, but I will have some written down on a piece of paper in my pocket to remind me of the ones that I want to do just in case. But I don't want to look in my pocket just in case for my, for my cheers. But you know, the first one I'll definitely do will be take that puck and drive to the net. You know, if you're not doing that. Um, but your guys are doing that, you're forechecking, so I may not have to do those cheers. Maybe I'll do my let's go one. I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. If needed, if needed, I got them. Um, guys are awesome. Keep it up. Keep it up. Oh, that's one too. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep that ranger spirit up. Keep it up. I forgot about that one. Just thought of that as it popped into my head. Um, okay. So just switching gears for like two seconds. Social media. So Jacob and Ryan 
took the post from the Rangers social about like, you know, tomorrow, this was before game one, right? And put it in their story. Oh my God. I'm like, okay. <clears throat> this is like my pet peeve with, with athletes and social. Okay, ready? I'm going to, I'm going to tweet it out because I, I screenshot it um, with a tip. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it on Twitter for them so they can look at it on their leisurely time um, of how social should go. See, all athletes do that shit. They take a post from their team posts on Instagram. They take it, they throw it in a story, boom, they're done. I mean, Jimmy Vesey did that too. It's something, a video, a reel, whatever. Fox, he's done it with his girlfriend, Tate, um, who I'll get to in a minute. Um, God, no, no. That's not how you're supposed to do it. If you're going to take a post from somebody else and throw it into a story, put some context to it. Put your own flavor to it. Say, you know, put like even put emojis for God's sakes. Fire, the hockey emoji, you know, fire, smiley face, happy, clapping, I don't care. F- high five, thumbs up, something, something. Give me something. If I'm going to look at your freaking stupid story, I want to look at something that's you. That's what a story is. It's about you. Yes, the team posted tomorrow and all your little faces were on this little post and it was a very nice, it was a very nice little post on Insta. And then you, Ryan and Jacob threw it into the story with no contacts whatsoever. Like you can put, you know, our playoff run starts now. Our playoff run tomorrow. Or you could have wrote, you know, no quit. Or your new phrase that you guys all like to do in the locker room, time to eat. Or you could have done no quit, no quit and grit, or whatever that new one is. Um, something. Just don't throw that shit in there. And then, of course, Jimmy VC did the same thing with the stupid, the stupid reel. First of all, let me just let you know, if you're going to put a reel into a story, it's not showing the entire reel. It shows about maybe the first 30 seconds. It depends. Sometimes it doesn't. And you maybe show 15. Because um, you're not really putting a video in a story. You're putting somebody else's video from a post in a story. So it's a little bit different. So you have to give it some context. Yeah, we know what it is, but put, you know. Put, oh, you can put the muscle man, the arm there. Something. Give me something. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, also, let me just say this about the wives and girlfriends of every freaking team. Okay? This is not just about the Rangers. This is about every team. So, during the playoffs, all the wives and girlfriends get these stupid fucking jackets or sweatshirts. And I'm going to call them stupid. Okay, it's dumb. Whoever freaking designs these stupid shitty things does not know fashion. Because I've seen Seattle's, I've seen Boston's, I've seen so many of them. They all all look pathetic. First of all, Seattle's, for example, they're black. The style is not bad, fashion-wise. But you can't read the freaking names on it because it's dark black. I think it's dark black and they have, or gray. It's the dark gray and they have dark black writing. Who the hell thought dark black writing on dark gray? You should have made it white. White on dark gray so we can actually read the freaking name. Hello? Duh. And Boston's looks hideous. Too, too, it's too busy. 
New York Rangers, I don't even know what they're planning, but let me just tell you, they did a lot. Last year's were not bad, but uh, no. And here's my, here's my little uh, pet peeve. Where are all these wives and girlfriends throughout the entire season? Where are they? Half of them don't even fucking show up during the season and don't support them on social because I can tell you for a fact, all, half the New York Rangers wives and girlfriends have their social all like private because they're fucking afraid of people. Well, if you're going to date an athlete, you can't be fucking afraid of the trolls. You can't be afraid of people. Um, you know, Keandre and his whatever. I don't even know what she is. Is she a girlfriend? I don't even know Addison. Um, they both have like a secret thing going on because they both put like happy birthday things in their stories. There's, they're, not, they're not posted at all. Like no one's posted up. If they're not posted up on your social where we can fucking see who the hell they are, you're not dating them. And I just told like a bunch of these women this. Here's a couple hints for women. If he tells you not to put you on social, he doesn't want you and him together, or he doesn't want you posting about him, he's not just dating you. He's dating other girls. And he's keeping his quote-unquote options open. If you're only in a story and you're dating him, he's sleeping with other girls. He's with other, Literally, he's sleeping with other girls. That's all you are to him. That's all you are to him. You are not his girlfriend. You may think you're his girlfriend, but I hate to point this out, but <laughs> you're not. And that's the problem with social with relationships. Now, I'm going to go back, and I don't know if I mentioned it a couple times, but Brittany Mahomes, she fucking rocks this shit, and I love her to pieces. She is Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback for the Chiefs' wife. She rocks this shit. She is out there supporting her man at every single game. Not just playoffs with all these fucking now wives and girlfriends for the hockey pe- players show up now because now oh now we're in the spotlight. Now we're going to be on this this um uh uh Instagram called my hockey life or whatever it is, our hockey life. We're going to be on here now and we're going to be like everybody's going to see who we are now. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, and they look stupid, and half the time they don't even know what the hell they're watching because they don't understand hockey. And I will say this for some football wives, it's the same thing too. They don't know what they're watching either. They have no clue. Because why? Because men, athletes, want bare minimum. They don't want more. They don't go for the girl who gives them more. They go for the girl who's just going to be right there. (laughs) You stay there. Brittany Mahomes is extra. She's like me. We're both extra. I will support you on social. I will let everybody know who the hell you. Uh-uh. They badmouth you. I'm there supporting the shit out of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm supporting you. I'm posting about you because I'm proud of you. That's what posting does. It shows that you're proud of that person and that nobody else can touch you. Nobody else can touch you. See, this is a stupid thing about guys. Guys don't understand that if you don't raise up your girl, you don't raise her up, she's going to find a man that's going to treat her better than you because you're not raising her up. Same with guys. If you don't raise him up and support him, he's going to find somebody else. He's going to find somebody that's going to do that shit. Now, I know being an athlete's tough. Right now, they're in the playoff mode. You know, they can't have any freaking distraction whatsoever. I get it. But now they're coming out of the woodworks because it's playoff time. Why? It's not about you. It's not about the women. It should not be about the wives and girlfriends. 
this time, the playoff time is about the guys. It's all about the men on those teams fighting and my God, losing teeth and getting blocking shots and getting welts and, and bleeding and my God, dying out there literally to win the Stanley Cup. That's what it's about. This ain't about the girls. Why are the girls going to make it about themselves? I don't know. But that's what I have a problem with. And I will say it. I have a problem with it. And speaking of women, you guys out there in the world today are fucking screwed. I will tell you, there are, I'm in a dating chat. I'm not going to tell you where. I'm not going to tell you what its name is. I'm not going to give you a, I'm just going to tell you. I am part of this dating chat where women throw out pictures of guys are like, are you dating him? If you decide to date him, here are his red flags. It's literally like Carfax for dating. That's how I'm going to compare it to. I'm compare it to Carfax for dating. And some of these dudes, these women date. Holy fucking shit. First of all, I would never date a guy that is going to feel me to see how skinny I am. If you touch me to see how fucking skinny I am, I am smacking the shit out of you. All right? Number one, I don't know how that girl put up with that one. Number two, this guy on this dating app said he wanted a quote unquote natural girl. Oh, I laugh at all those. <laughs> because um, on Instagram, they like 50 pictures of fake girls using filters, but yet I want a real girl. I want a natural one. Not one that looks like a model on social. I want a real one. Meanwhile, they're liking all those fucking pictures and girls in bikinis, mind you. That's how you can tell what kind of guy you have, by the way. Girls, hello, heads up. If the guy is following all these fucking supermodels and all these girls that are half fucking naked or fully naked, for all we know, that's the kind of guy they are. That's a red flag right there. Red flag. So this dating chat that I'm in, some of them, oh my God. So then this guy says he wants a natural girl. So the girl lied. She had fake lips. She had Botox or whatever. She had injections in her lips. And she lied to him. And she said, I, I'm natural. And he was like, I don't think so. They look fake to me. Like, who fucking cares? You are natural. Meanwhile, this guy is not even, I've seen his picture. This guy is nowhere close to being a Ken doll. See, that's the problem. And, this, and so, and I can tell you, I see it on this app. Um... I'm going to try to see if I can find where it is. Oh, she, she says, we haven't gone on a date yet. Oh, yeah. No. Okay, no. We haven't gone on a date, but I was interested in him. Hold on. Do I have it here? I don't know where it is, but let me just go into the chat for a second. Holy crap. Like, it's amazing to me. These women. Um... Okay, um, dun, 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 dun. All right, um, oh, I have to find some of the pictures. Hold on, because some of them, okay, yeah, here. So this guy's pictures on here, and his name is Danny, blah, blah, blah. Um, this guy has... One time I noticed that the picture locations had changed, but of course he had a story. Um, blah, blah, blah. Um, serial cheater. So this guy's a serial cheater. Usually five or more women think they're in a relationship with him at the same time, with others knowing they're just on the side. He lives in Westchester. He has kids. 
which, hello, his wife should know, especially since he has kids, especially since he has kids. But see, this is the kind of group that I'm in. So we have these, we have questions about, you know, dating and blah, blah, blah. Oh, here's another one, this guy's name in the picture. Um, I think he's a travel guru. Um, let me see if we can find the story on him. Um, he's a bigot. Um, hey, I'm here right outside. I wasn't sure. I'm 10 minutes late. Um, you were over 15 minutes late. I came all the way out for, to this godforsaken borough to meet you, and you couldn't even show up on time. That's what he said to her on a date in a text. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, and he's older. See, this is why I don't date older men. FYI. Um, advice. They wanted advice. Um, blah, blah, blah. Um, more advice. I'm not reading those. Those are not good. Oh, anything I should know about this dude? I see a wedding ring. I assume that's an old picture as he says he's separated. Another thing. If a guy tells you, girls, he's separated, fucking make sure he is. There are legal paperwork that you can actually look up. You want me to do it? I can do it for you. It's not that hard. And then this other one said, deleted both my Hinge and Bubble account, Bumble accounts to make new profile, profiles, but I'm still getting the same likes from the exact same guys. So here's a tip. I brought this up for all the women in this chapter, in this chapter, in this chat. Okay. Here's how every single dating app goes. It's the same thing. I wrote books about this. It's in Hello Love, Where's Cupid, the second edition, and my new book, which you should really get the new book. The old book is good, but the newer book was like written during COVID. So it's newer and there's more information on that one. Um, it's called Relationship Impossible. All right. Here's how every single dating app works. Okay. It's like Netflix. It's Netflix. So what actually happens is you get recycled matches that you say no to. Even if you swipe that you don't want them, they come back around. And because of choice overload, sometimes you actually then pick the guy that you said no to originally. That's basically how every dating app works. It's the same shit. And you're not dating. These guys on these apps want to hook up. Like I've mentioned to you, it Tinder is the most used app by NBA and NFL players. They get it on they get their little um, hookup on the road because their wives ain't around or their girls aren't around. And that's what they do. That's what they do. I won't be surprised if hockey players are using this shit too. It's not surprising to me. But it's more NFL than NBA. That's what these guys are doing. And oh, by the way, there's a way to know if they're on the app. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to give away my secret, but there's a way to know if they're on the app or not. Actually, I will test it out tomorrow when I'm at MSG. I will see if any of the players are on the app. It is not that hard to do. It's seriously one of the easiest things to do. Um, so I'll say. Um, and you can pro I probably can find even like regular people that go to the garden if they're on that app because it'll all pop up once I do this certain trick. So, so I'm not going to tell you what the trick is. And every guy that's on these apps does the same shit. That's why they get caught cheating, by the way. And like I've always said, there's no reason to cheat. If you're not fucking happy and you should be happy, you have a right to happiness, get a fucking divorce. That's what divorce is there for. Or break up with her if you're not married. Break up. That's what it's there for. 
You deserve to be happy, just like everybody else. Now, I believe that if marriages can be saved, they should be saved. But if you've tried to have, you know, gone to therapy and it still doesn't work and you still can't meet eye to eye and 50-50 on, uh, you know, income to compromise on certain things, then you should get divorced. Then you should get divorced. But always try to make things work first. That's always been my thing. Always try to make things work. You know, unless he's a serial, like, you know, killer, <laughs> serial liar, or maybe even a serial cheater, and he's done this multiple times, you can't give a guy too many chances. Same with a guy. If your wife or your girlfriend's on the same shit, the same thing. It works both ways. It's not just one way. It works both ways. But that's what divorce is for. Don't wait 20 years, and then you finally realize that you shouldn't have been with this person. You wasted your time away. Remember, life is precious. You never know when is going to be the last time you're going to wake up in the morning. Like I mentioned in the beginning, comfort zone. Don't be in your comfort zone in a relationship that you shouldn't be in. And don't stay so close-minded that you don't want to experience new relationships. Because, oh no, we have to do it this way. Or I only can date this. Or I can only be with her. Or I can only be with that. No, close-minded. Close-minded. Like people, like, look at me when I say I only date younger guys. Well, I've had my experiences, yes, but I'm not close-minded to that idea. I'm not. I'm not close-minded. I'll look at something and I'll think about it, and I'll say, okay, let's give it a try. Open-minded. And I trust me, I got my flaws, just like everybody else does. I ain't perfect. But, and I accept everybody's flaws. I'm not gonna look I'm not gonna date somebody because he's got like this serial, like this serious like flaw that I can't stand. No. I will try I will I always try my best to work around flaws because you never know what someone's going through and you never know what someone has gone through and why they have that scar or why they have that flaw. That's why you get to know people. That's why you date people. Hello? Anybody home? That's why you go out on dates. FYI to find out if you two are compatible. And if you have a vibe that you guys like share. Like I look always for the vibe. The vibe is the first thing, vibe. If I vibe with the guy, good start. If I don't vibe with the guy or the guy gives me like creepy vibes, no, nope, never. So there's that. <laughs> so no, I'll just tell you boys. Be careful out there. The girls are watching. So I'll see some of my Twitter friends. Some of my Twitter friends. I'll see you all tomorrow at MSG. So exciting. So exciting. I'll see you guys there. Yes, I love meeting people from Twitter. I've met, I've made so many friends on Twitter. People go, oh, not Facebook? No, I've never made friends on Facebook. Usually Facebook is people who I really know already. It's not people that I don't know. Um, Twitter is where I don't know people, but I get to know people. And I love Twitter for that. Twitter has, I've made such really great friends. I'm still great friends. Like actually this girl is like one of my best friends. And I met her back in 2011, 2011, 10? When did I meet her? Yeah, I think 2011, it's been so long. Um, um, she's still one of my best friends on Twitter. So from Twitter, and I've met other people from Twitter. So I'm so excited for tomorrow. I get to meet some of my Ranger friends. Mm-hmm. Just chilling at MSG. 
And oh, um, Jacob Chiba, hi, hi. Um, I sent you a Dunkin' Donuts gift card so you can go and try putting a splash of cream in your coffee instead of fucking skid milk. Milk belongs in cereal. It does not belong in coffee. <laughs> if you need assistance on how to drink coffee, I'll be more than happy to take you out and take you to different coffee shops and try different types of coffee. Get out of your comfort zone. Um, same with Ryan Lindgren. He, like, I, I've noticed he likes to drink his coffee cold brewed with nothing in it. Like, there's no cream or nothing in it. Like, no milk, no, nothing. Well, they did a study that says that people who drink coffee black are psychotic. I can see why you block shots. The puzzle is being put together, baby. I see it. <laughs> I see it. But I love it anyway. Um, what was I going to say now? Um, Fashion-wise, fashion-wise, I'm doing It's Fashion Friday, so I will also, I will release a video for the fashion. Obviously, you're watching the video now. I did a video for fashion. Guys look so sharp. Guys look good. Keep it up. Guys look, I'm telling you, Fashion Avenue, you guys look really freaking hot. Uh, Jacob Brown, I believe, another guy had brown, if I'm not mistaken, I think brown is now our color. Um, let me see my pictures. Oh, well, Vincent looks awesome in his blue suit with his gray tie. You've got Igor, who looks always put together. But one thing with Vincent and Barclay, put on socks. Goodness gracious, bare feet in suit, not good. Um, Jimmy Vesey looks good. You got, of course, um, I love um, the tie that Mika wore yesterday. And him again, too, with no socks. Oh, my God. So you're putting smelly feet after games. Smelly, stinky feet in your dress shoes. Do you at least use odor eaters? <laughs> oh, my God. Have mercy on my soul. All right. Um, pictures. No, wait, wait, wait. Of course, like, you know, Ryan, you looked amazing amazingly hot look at the tie and your suit looks good mm-hmm look good there's vincent again with his brown suit and then jacob was behind him without his you know there's a difference jacob wears socks it just makes it look better because usually you match sock tie belt where is your sock now i will tell you this though vincent Looks amazing in this brown suit with his red tie, and he's also wearing the vest. Holy shit. He looks amazing. Have you ever tried to model? Because, oh my god. And then, of course, La um, Lexi. Sexy Lexi. Look at him in his suit. Uh-huh. Dark blue. Now, I want to just change the tie, though. But I like the tie. I like it. It, it all comes together. It looks good. It looks good. You look good. Just so I would just change it up a little bit. Um, of course, Chris Crayle looks amazing. He always looks put together. Um, amazing. And he's wearing socks. And um, Keandre Miller. I, I mean, come on now. Like a turquoise green type color suit with the tie and the suit jacket opens. He's wearing really cool socks. And speaking of socks, if you get cold feet, Ryan... Put on some socks. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. All I'm going to say. All right. Toodaloo to everybody. Have a great weekend. I'll see some of you at MSG tomorrow. 
and let's go rangers come on boys let's go go up three games to nothing i want you to do w i n win 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 i should do the i the i the i c t t o t o t o r y the i c t o r y victory victory that's our cry come on let's go we got this remember we didn't come this far to only come this far talk to y'all next week bye